Hello, America, and everywhere else in the world. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Corey Has a Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Easley. Tis I, me, for the 150th time up in this bitch. It is me. And um, 150 is a big number. And all I could think about for some reason when I saw 150 was uh, Pokemon. Back when I was a kid, when Pokemon first came out, it was 150 Pokemon. That's it. Um, that's all they knew. But I think they were really smart about it because they knew, yeah, you know, that's all we discovered at the time. Right? Because now I don't know how many Pokemon there are, but there's way more than 150. It used to be like they were like numbers. Like it was like the 150th Pokemon was like... Um, God, if I guess and you Pokemon lovers out there are going to get all up my ass about it, it was Gyarados, okay? I don't think it was Gyarados, but I don't know who the 150th Pokemon was. All I know is there were 150 at the time, which is kind of smart from a marketing standpoint because it just makes kids go, well, I got to get them all. Got to catch them all. That was the, uh, that was the slogan. Got to catch them all. And um, so... Christmas time, birthdays, holidays. What did you want? Pokemon cards. Anytime you did something good, you got a good report card. Report cards follow you throughout life, right? In some way, shape, or form. Whether you're at work, you work at some job, and they do evaluations where your boss comes in and watches you work, which is the most ridiculous thing in the world. Like, if you're going to come in and watch me work, be in a disguise, Don't come in as yourself and have me look at you and pretend you're somebody else. It's still you. I'm always, you know what the crazy thing is? I'm always on my best behavior. But bosses make me nervous. So I feel like I tend to perform uh, a little bit more in a, God, I hope I'm doing this right sometimes. In the past, I've been that way. So I feel like whenever you're getting like secret shopped, it just makes you feel weird, right? I don't like role playing, I guess is what I'm trying to say here. Um, The older I get, the better I get about certain things like that. But geez, Um, gotta catch them all, right? So yeah, um, report cards are real. That's how I got to the boss thing. I was over here like, how the hell, what am I talking about right now? Um, Yeah, so 150 times, that's the amount of podcast I've I've actually done more than that because I've done a couple of Corey has a guest which I've been entertaining the idea of maybe doing again but the truth of the matter is let me tell you all because I got a lot of people I think that are new listening to this um so I started doing this podcast because I wanted to do a show where I could kind of just have a stream of consciousness and go in with an empty like nothing on my mind. Like it was like an improv scene almost, which funny enough, I actually did improv for a couple of years, well, a few years back in my mid twenties. And, um, I, I did not enjoy it. There were some days that were highlights. There were some shows that were fun and I was repeatedly asked to be a part of improv, uh, jams or improv shows or whatever. But I just found it to be embarrassing for me personally. I think there's some really awesome, uh, impressive improvisers out there. But I also feel like improv is kind of 
almost uh, painful to watch if the people doing it aren't good. And it's one of those things where I genuinely feel like you could just not be good at it, right? And I think people would pretend like, no, you know, you're not not good. Like, everybody's good at it. And it's like, I just don't agree with that. If you're at a comedy club, whether you're doing a stand-up comedy show or an improv comedy show, the show should be funny. So you should be trying to be funny, right? And... There was a lot of, like, there's a lot of conflicting uh, views on that. You know, I'm sure there's people, I got friends that do it and have done it for a long time. Some, I don't listen to this podcast. And I feel like in plain black and white, people are coming out to see a show. You want to put asses in seats, but you also want to entertain those people. If people think something's funny, they're going to keep coming back. And I feel like there was a lot of, you don't have to be funny things, but I'm just like, why am I at a comedy club then? Right, I'm here to laugh, and I'm here to make people laugh. And there was some really talented motherfuckers, really talented motherfuckers. I never really felt, um, I never really felt adequate while I was doing it. I, I, I kind of just, um, I'm realizing the older I get. Like when I was a kid, I was pretty shy. I was a really shy kid, and um, as I got comfortable and warmed up, I'd be just in my weird and, you know interesting I'll say self because I'm really I got a curious mind and I like to talk about ideas with people um and I love hearing people's perspective on on things I actually just genuinely love hearing people's perspective like whether it's the same as mine different than mine whatever like I've kind of always just been curious to know what people think about shit um so I was just, but I was always shy though. It took me a long time to warm up to people and have conversations like that. But once I'm, once I'm comfortable with you, forget about it. Like I'm, it's like get this guy away from me. You know, I'm kind of a pain in the ass. I think sometimes, but like, or at least I feel that way about my, <laughs> myself. Don't worry, it's cool. He, we're we're all good. We're good here. I got a good relationship with myself. But um, I was shy. So then, getting into that life, I kind of was. Uh, able to get enough liquid courage in me to let my walls down and get on stage and kind of let whatever was supposed to happen happen, I suppose. And um, again, it was fun. There were some scenes that were magic, but I just never really felt great doing it. And um, But, you know, it is what it is. I like that I had the experience. Because now I could sit here and go, you know, I think improv is cool, but I also think it's like excruciatingly painful to watch bad improv. So um, I could say that because I've watched a ton of it and I've done it. If in case anyone was looking for a qualifier, I'm sure nobody really gives a shit, but that's my opinion. And um, I love living in a world where I just get to have one. I feel like things get scary when we're not allowed to have opinions. Um but yeah, 150 episodes. Am I proud of myself? They asked. Uh, no, uh, yeah, I am. I am, because it's you. You're creating something out of nothing every single time, and no matter what's going on in your life, you are kind of putting yourself in a position where you got to talk about something, right? So whether you're in a really good position and things are going well for you or things are tough at the time like we all go through tough times right like 
I, I, I like to think that things never get too easy. But you can cruise for a bit. Because even when you're cruising, you still got to steer. You know what I mean? So I kind of like, I really like having a moment to breathe and feel like I can cruise. But I'm always like ready for the next challenge. And I feel like life has kind of just taught me that you just never know what's going to happen. Um, 150 episodes has taught me that you you never know what's going to happen. You know, like you can go back to the beginning. I was in a different place. You could go to two weeks ago. I might have been talking about fucking, uh, I don't know, the X-Files. That's not true. I actually have not talked about the X-Files in a long time. I don't think I, uh, I may not have ever talked about the X-Files on this podcast. I also have never used the word nuance on this podcast for some reason, but I've used it twice this week. You ever use a word and you don't use it all the time. So whenever you do use it, you notice that you use it. Like, oh, I rarely use this word. Like, seldom. I just said the other day that it's rare that I use the word seldom. Um, I'm not going to say what everybody thought I was going to say just now. Yeah, it's seldom that I use the word. Seldom do I use the word. But it's, it's very rare that I'll say that word. And I, you know, it's not like, cause I don't know what it means, but it just doesn't seem to fit in conversations. I feel like there's a lot of words that I'd like to start just using more, but would I be a pain in the ass? I remember when I was, uh, working at this job like 10 years ago, and this one dude just discovered the word indubitably. And if I asked him a question, he'd be like, indubitably, like, I swear, like just, that was his answer. And the first couple of times, it was like, ha, all right, cool, cool. And then after a while, he just fucking beat it into the ground. Like we do with everything. We just beat shit into the ground so it's not cool anymore. And I'm so guilty of it, too, because if I enjoy something, I'll enjoy it too much. And then I kind of got to like, and then I, it gets played out. And I'll, and I'll just repeat it, repeat it, repeat it, repeat it. And I'm just like you. I'm just like everybody else. And I know what people are still thinking. I'm going to do you a favor because in the beginning of this podcast, I was talking about how many Pokemon there are now. How many Pokemon are there? Pokemon, the Pokemon franchise revolves around 1,015 fictional species of collectible monsters, each having unique design, skills, and powers. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I guess Pokemon, Pocket Monsters. I think that was like the... I thought Pocket Monsters was the bootleg Pokemon. But I guess they are monsters. And you can put a Pokeball in your pocket. So, But, um... Huh. Well, it's like, are they... Because like, some of them look like... Like, some of them look like regular animals that just happen to be a Pokemon, right? Animals kind of are... Pokemon-ish. You see two animals fight with each other and they use their powers. I saw this video on Nature is Metal. Again, bringing it up. They should, I wish they would, we could do something. Send me some merch. Um, of a lion stuck in the middle of like some little small body of water on a rock fighting with a hippo. And I'm like, this hippo... Seems like it could probably fuck this lion up, but the truth of the matter is, I don't know. Because the lion was kind of like making the hippo have to step back, like, oh shit, like it was like a real Beast Wars kind of situation. Who do you put your money on? And it's like, at that point, you know, like 
Michael Vick, the football player, got in trouble for having these dog fights. And cockfights are illegal. Like, people have been doing Pokemon type shit for a long time, like putting animals together and making them fight. Which essentially, but in the Pokemon world, it's it's totally legal, I suppose. And uh, but in real life, you can't really do that because it's cruelty to the animals. But I guess in the Pokemon world, it's okay where two animals can fuck each other up so bad using all types of shit. Like you, like a Pokemon could use electricity that comes out of its body to electrify another animal so bad that it needs to be hospitalized. Do we care about the Pokemon or does it just not fucking matter, right? Because in real life, you can't get two dogs into a ring and make them fight. Not legally anyway. But if I saw, if I just happened to be walking through the jungle and I saw a lion fighting with a hippo and I was with a friend of mine and I said, who do you think's going to win? And we started putting money up. I think that's not illegal, right? Like, I feel like that should be fine. Um, because we didn't set it up, right? Like, it wasn't like, we didn't, like, put them together so they could do that. They just happened to cross paths. I don't know. I don't know. I don't make the rules. I just look at them and have opinions about them sometimes. Um, I keep, look, I, I, I got this thing. I keep falling into all these news articles. And it's like you open one and then it just keep the, the whatever algorithm it is just thinks that's what you want to see. So I got all this like Chloe Chloe Kardashian wedding shit popping up on my shit because it's just on the thing. You know, sometimes I'll open the article just because, just out of curiosity, there's nothing else. It'll be like there's a bunch of like, is Donald Trump going to jail type shit? Or it's like... Taylor Swift and her boyfriend broke up, and I'm like, I don't care. Um, uh, you know, like, because I was talking about this earlier today. Uh, the thing about Taylor Swift going through a breakup is she gets to make money off of it. And I, <laughs> and I said, I've never made money off of a breakup. In fact, I've lost money. Is what I've what I said, right? And at the moment, it was it was funny to me, but you know these celebrities that we put on these pedestals have personal life shit happen to them, and they just get to capitalize on it. And I'm over here like, fuck! I spent a lot of money on Seamless this week. <laughs> you know, like we just have different problems, so it's difficult for me to empathize with them. However, I'm not. A starving person on the street and I feel really bad when I see certain people struggling so bad on the street. So it's like, but I've never been a starving person, but it's like, it's easier for me to feel bad for that person. Like if it's like 20 degrees outside and I see someone, I'm like, God damn, that sucks. I'm not going to bring them in my fucking house. Right. And I'm not going to post about it on Instagram because like, I'm not going to give the guy a sweater and go, hold on, I'm making an Instagram story about this because I'm not some fucking performative prick who does a good deed so everybody could see him do it. But I feel bad about it. You know what I mean? Like, it bums me out. Why do I feel bad? It might not even have to do because I think poverty is sad. It might just make me uncomfortable. And maybe I'm so imaginative that I'm looking at this fucking homeless person freezing outside in January in New York City. And I'm like, 
God, what if that was me? Like, the fuck would I be doing? You know what I mean? I'll tell you what I would do, though, now that I think about it. If it was me and it was January, I wouldn't be in New York City if I was homeless. I would fucking go somewhere warm. Unless I intended on cleaning my life up and maybe the program here was good. You know, maybe they have a good program and I and I, I go in there and they let me take a fucking shower and help me get a goddamn job. Um, but if I just wanted to be homeless, I just would go somewhere warm. But I don't think you have to be homeless for a long time. I think that there's uh, programs that can help you. But the thing is, sometimes these motherfuckers have mental problems. And that's when it's like, listen, do I feel bad? For this person, enough to let them fucking come in my house? Absolutely not. It's probably a psycho. Who knows, right? You gotta protect your family too, and your and yourself. Um, but anyway, I don't even know how I got here. But that's a be- see. This is what I'm talking about, right? So, I just took you on a journey. Say we were playing a game. I rolled the dice, and I go in the spaces that the dice told me to go. And then I roll the dice again, and I just keep doing that. That's essentially what this podcast is. It's, I'm talking, I'm talking, I'm talking. I could talk myself into circles. I could talk myself into saying things that I really don't mean if I change my mind about it 20 minutes from now. It's a journey through the mind of somebody for at least 20 minutes, right? You could listen to this show, and if you know me on a personal level, you could shoot me a text. Shout out to my friend Courtney Arona. She... I'll say some shit on the show and she'll holler at me and text me and be like, yo, you got to tell me the story about when your mom fell off the bus. All right, let me tell you about this time my mom fell off the bus. I wasn't there, but I know my mom. My mom is the type of person, she's a fucking bag lady. I love her to death. This is this this is not a, me clowning or dissing on my mom. My mom, like she, she's always carrying a bunch of fucking bags um, with all types of knickknacks and shit in it. And she's always doing so many things at once. So she'll be on the phone. She'll be scheduling something for tomorrow while she's on the call, while she's talking to somebody in person, face to face, while she's trying to swipe her Metro card. So apparently she was getting off the bus. She missed a step. She fell off the fucking bus, twisted her ankle, and then she was walking around in a moon boot for um, for a while. I don't know how long she was, but... Every time I saw her, to the point where, like, every time I saw her in a moon boot now, whenever I picture my mom in my head, she's got some kind of moon boot on her foot. Um, She's not, like, you know when you imagine someone and they're wearing a certain outfit? Like, when you imagine Doug from the Doug cartoon, he's wearing a green sweater vest. Right? Um, When I imagine my mom, she's wearing a moon boot on one of her feet. And that's just the way it is because she just somehow became accident prone. But really... It's because she became a person that does things that if I did them when I was a kid and I was under her supervision, she would she would yell at me for it, right? She does stuff when she's not paying attention. She puts herself in a position to get hurt. She's trying to get off the bus. She's talking to people. She's doing all this shit. She's carrying four bags for no fucking reason. And she's not looking. She steps down off the bus like she's some kind of athlete. She's not. And she falls off the bus, twists her ankle. Probably wasn't even that big of a deal. She probably wished that it was worse so she could sue the fucking city. And then she would go out her way to talk about suing the city but not actually do it. I wish she did. She'd probably make a lot of fucking money. But anyway. um, 
Apparently, bus drivers hit people with buses. Um, but that's a story for <laughs> another time. Um, yeah, so that's what uh, essentially what this podcast is. So there's been 150 episodes. This has been this is episode 150, um, and I could just go anywhere with it. And I appreciate you all for listening. I may have a guest on the show soon. I'm actually trying to coordinate with a good friend of mine to come and be on the show. Um, I think it'll be pretty cool, but we'll see what happens because I just have a schedule that's a little hard to keep up with. Not necessarily for me. I got this shit on point, but other people. It's good for me. It works for me. And that makes me happy. All right? Listen, take care of yourselves. Take care of the people you love. It's episode 150. Do something cool today. The weather is getting fucking unseasonably warm. It's it's April. It's 80 degrees plus in New York City. Go to the beach, I suppose. All right, everybody. Take care. Later.